And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. Who's that strange-looking man behind you? That's Carl. I met him at the laundry, man. Sam, sweetheart. I don't know what to do, Rabbi. Every night he listens to the radio. I can't keep him away. The Lone Ranger, uh, the Shadow, the Master Avenger. Uh, this is not good. It tends to induce bad values, false dreams, lazy habits. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Guys! 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 Fellas, think we could listen to the radio or something? Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents the best in classic radio. This hour on Hollywood 360, we'll conclude the Jack Benny program broadcasting from Camp Murdoch, California, with special guest Alexis Smith. Then we'll conclude our celebration of Veterans Day with the Pride of the Marines, starring John Garfield on Academy Award Theater from 1946. By my side is my co-host, Lisa Wolf. What's up, Lisa? What's up, Carl? Well, we're having fun, we and we're sure celebrating are. Veterans Day. And we have the conclusion now to the Jack Benny program. Let's go back to January 23rd, 1944. They're broadcasting from Camp Murdoch, California. Special guest is Alexis Smith. They're talking about Jack's new film coming out, The Horn Blows at Midnight. Great film. Let's tune this in, the Jack Benny program. Dennis. Oh. Now hurry up, kid. Take it easy. You don't have to run. Dennis, look out. Hmm. Hello, Mr. Benny. What's new? <laughs> Dennis, didn't you hurt yourself? Oh, no. I trip over our garden hose every day. <laughs> why don't you take it off the path and put it on the lawn? Well, why should I go out of my way to trip over it? <laughs> well, that's the silliest thing I ever heard. Come on, get on the bus. Hello, fellas. Oh, hello, hello, kid. Hello, hello, Dennis. What a coincidence. What is? Seeing so many people I know on the same bus. <laughs> yes, it's a small world, isn't it, kid? Okay, driver, let's go. Now, driver, make a left turn at the next corner and go to 2833 North Locket. Okay, baby, Hmm. Say, Jack, the cast is all here. Who are you picking up? I'm taking Alexa Smith with us. Alexa Smith? She was with us last week at the Marine Base. I know, Mary, but we're going to an army camp today, and the soldiers like to look at a pretty girl. Well, what do you think I am, a G.I. hamburger? <laughs> Mary, I meant that with both you and Alexis there, the soldiers would see two pretty girls. <laughs> it would be a novelty. If you want to show them a novelty, let them look at you, a sad sack civilian. <laughs> Don't be sarcastic. Anyway, I was in uniform in the last war. Gee, I didn't know they had wax then. <laughs> Dennis, I wasn't a whack. I was in the Navy. Oh, a wave. <laughs> I was a sailor. Now, let's forget it. That's what the Navy's trying to do. <laughs> oh, stop. And, Jack, you still haven't told us why you're taking Alexa Smith with us today. Because, Mary, she's the leading lady of the new picture I'm making at Warner Brothers. What's the name of it, Jackson? The horn blows at midnight. The horn blows at midnight? Yes. A.M. or P.M.? <laughs> well, if it's midnight, how could it be A.M. or P.M.? Listen, Jackson, I just get the laughs. I don't explain them. <laughs> because you don't understand them. 
Hey, driver, three more blocks, and it's the corner house on the left. Hokey, hokey, pokey. <laughs> hope we don't get that guy. <laughs> I hope we don't get that guy on the next trip. Rochester, uh, give me my box of cigars, will you? Here you are. Thank you. There. Oh, boss, this is Sunday. Why don't you start a fresh one? <laughs> This one's, this one's only half gone. Now, um, put the box away. Okay. Shoo, 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 baby. Shoo, 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 baby. Bye, 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 baby. Rochester, will you please stop singing that song? It drives me nuts. Chew, 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 grape nuts. Eat, 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 grape nuts. Yum, 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 grape nuts. Your papa's off to get the sugar and cream. Well, the words are different anyway. Crunch, 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 grape nuts. Oh, munch, brother. munch, munch, grape nuts. Ooh. Eat a bunch, bunch, grape nuts. There's a malty rich flavor in your grape nuts flakes. Pa! Very good, Don. Very, very good, Don. Oh, driver. Yes, 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 Pappy. Yes, 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 Pappy. Now cut that out. <laughs> And pull over to the left. This is Miss Smith's house. I can park between those two cars. <laughs> Never mind. Just wait right here. <laughs> Driver, you didn't have to blow the horn. I'm going in and get her. You're not fooling us, Jack. The only reason you're taking Alexis Smith to the camp is so you can get to kiss her. That's not the reason at all. Then how come every time her name is mentioned, your lips pucker up? <laughs> they do not. Hey! Here comes Alexis now. Yeah, where is she? <laughs> I mean... Where is she? Oh, hello, Alexis. Hello, Jack. Hop right in. Hello, Alexis. Hello, Alexis. Let's see. Hello. Hello. Well, Alexis... We had a lot of fun at the last camp, but I'm sure glad you're coming up to Muroc with us. Oh, is that where we're going? Yeah, and believe me, the soldiers there will be glad to see you. Why? <laughs> Why? Hmm. Holy smoke, even I know the answer to that. <laughs> well, the kid's getting smart. Uh, say, Alexis... They want her autograph. <laughs> Uh, say, Alexis, besides doing our broadcast at the camp, we're going to do an extra show. And that's when you and I will do a love scene from our new picture. You know, where I kiss you. Now, wait a minute, Jack. Are you bringing me up there to entertain the soldiers or you? <laughs> the soldiers, of course. Well, unpucker, we've still got 60 miles to go. <laughs> I'm only rehearsing, kid. Anyway, Alexis, remember, we do our program first, then later on we'll do the love scene. You better do the love scene first. You're not getting any younger, you know. <laughs> Mary, you keep out of it. After all, I've done love scenes with big stars before. You know, Alexis, I made a picture called George Washington Slept Here, and my leading lady was Anne Sheridan. I know, Jack. Annie told me all about you and your acting. Oh, really? Uh, what, uh, what did she say? Well, 
Go ahead, tell me. I won't get conceited. I guarantee you won't. Now, Alexa, stop teasing. Tell me, what did Ann Sheridan say? Well, um, Annie said there was no question about your acting ability. Uh-huh. But if there was a question, she was too much of a, a lady, lady to, to answer. answer. I know. I don't, I don't quite understand, Alexa. Well, look, Jack. I saw you in that picture, and all the time you were making love to Anne, you were looking right into the camera. I was? Yes. I had a feeling your option was hanging on the lens. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, it was. Say, Alexis, let's rehearse the love scene we're going to do at the camp. You know, where I'm going away. Oh, yes. Uh, the one where you leave me and kiss me goodbye, isn't it? Yes. Then I discover I forgot my hat, so I come back to the house. Oh. I get my hat, and I kiss you goodbye again. But, Jack, in that scene, you're only supposed to kiss me goodbye once. Well, I rewrote it a little. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I get my hat, and this time when I kiss you, I completely lose my head. Then you won't need your hat. <laughs> Mary, you see, Alexis, I've got the scene rewritten so it has a sustaining interest. When I go out, I kiss you goodbye. Then you go out and you kiss me goodbye. Then for a change of pace, we both go out and we kiss each other goodbye. <laughs> But, Jack, instead of all this kissing, why don't we just stay in and play a game of gin rummy? Well, uh, I want a little excitement. So do I. <laughs> well, thanks. Come on, Alexa, let's rehearse the scene. All right. Now, this is the way we'll do it at the camp. <clears throat> you remember the one? Oh, yes. Ah, <clears throat> oh, my darling, I must leave you now. I'm going to Lancaster for a small coke. <laughs> Just a touch of cherry. Don't leave me, Felix. Felix? Not tonight. Tonight of all nights. This is our anniversary. You can't leave me, Clap Saddle. Clap Saddle? This will be the first time we've been apart. Don't go, Albatross. <laughs> Albatross, Alexis, stop changing my name. When she gets a jerk, she'll stick to it. <laughs> Mary. Mary, leave us alone. There's a magazine on that seat next to you. Pick it up and read it, will you? Where? Oh, Liberty, I haven't seen it this week. Good. Oh, my sweet. Yes, clear water. <laughs> you know that I don't want to go You're all that I live for You're the guiding light in everything I do You're the sunshine that brightens my drab existence And Mary, if you turn to page 16, there's a story about me it Tells about my career and my home life and how generous I am What a hit I was in vaudeville and pictures and on the radio And what a great guy I am Jack, who are you in love with, me or you? Oh, oh pardon me, Alexis, where were we? We just passed my greens <laughs> I didn't mean that you were just about to kiss her, dope I was? Oh, yes, I remember Let's go on, Alexis I must go now I must go, I must go now, darling Kiss me Well Well Oh 
Well, how was that? Pew, 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 baby. Pew, pew, Mary, I didn't ask you. You always had the fun. Thank you, Colonel Gore, and all you boys here at Muroc for another swell day. I also want to thank Alexis Smith, whom you will soon see in The Adventures of Mark Twain. And folks, before I say goodnight, please remember the March of Dimes and the Fourth War Loan Drive. It's so important now. Good night. The origination of this program from the Army Airfield at Muroc, California, does not constitute an endorsement of the product advertised. This is the National Broadcasting Company. KFI Los Angeles. And that's the Jack Benny program from January 23rd, 1944. Jack and all his gang. Hope you enjoyed that. Let's take a break. When we come back, it's Academy Award Theater. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Do you love classic radio shows? Now you can receive 10 classic radio shows on five CDs every month by joining the Classic Radio Club. Hi, I'm Carl Amari. I've started the Classic Radio Club so fans can receive the best of the best from my library each and every month. Join now and receive your first 10 classic radio shows on five CDs, a $39.95 value for only $4.99. Then every month, I'll hand-select 10 more of the greatest classic radio shows and mail them to you on five CDs. Every show will be superior sound quality and you'll never receive a duplicate show. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com to join and receive your first 10 classic radio shows on five CDs for only $4.99. That's ClassicRadioClub.com or call toll-free 888-642-6556. That's 888-642-6556. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Welcome back. I'm Carl Amari. This is Hollywood 360. Across about 200 radio stations coast to coast. Check out our website, Hollywood360radio.com. We have a podcast there. We'd love you to listen to the show. And it's always one week behind, but you can always hear the show at our podcast. Time now for Academy Award Theater. This is The Pride of the Marines. It stars John Garfield. Let's go back to June 15, 1946, for Academy Award Theater. The House of Squibb, manufacturing chemist to the medical profession since 1858, brings you Academy Award. The pictures, the players, the techniques and skills which have won or been nominated for. The coveted awards granted each year by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences to each in his field for outstanding achievement. The House of Squibb, makers of the great family of Squibb medicinal products, today brings you John Garfield in Pride of the Marines with Rosemary DeCamp. Pride of the Marines is the dramatic picture which was nominated for the 1945 Academy Award as the best written screenplay of the year. Our star, Mr. Garfield, was nominated as the best supporting actor of the year for the 1938 Academy Award. This is the story of an heroic Marine. In its way, it's the story of other heroic American fighting men, too, whose qualities in battle, whose qualities in the even grimmer struggle for rehabilitation, made these American soldiers the pride of the free world. This is the story of a boy who's the pride of the Marines, Al Schmidt. 
United States Marine Corps. The story of Al Schmidt begins on an island where the scourge of the Japanese advance was first checked. Guadalcanal. They're coming again, Schmidt. Keep down, they'll be coming any minute now. They won't come from where they're shooting. I think they're going to cross the river. Okay, Diamond. How about cutting this gun in? Wait, wait, wait. Now, now, fire! Marine, you die! Marine, you die! Marine, you die! Watch those hand grenades. Let them have it. They got Johnny! They got Johnny! Oh, you yellow-bellied, dirty, stinking, slimy pigs! The best guy in the world. Watch it. Coming in again. Diamond, Diamond! Push me out of your way. Where you hit? Where you hit? Get me out of your way. I'll stick with it. Stick. Don't let him through. Lee, I'll take off. I'll get help soon. I don't want to be alone, Lee. You dirty skibbies. Try and sneak one up on me, huh? He ain't coming so fast anymore. Don't like what you're getting, do you? Come on, suckers. There's nobody in your way. Just a couple of Marines. I can't see. Right in the face. My eyes. I can't see. I can't see, Lee. I I can't see. Al, don't do it. We'll get help soon. Put down that 45. Don't shoot yourself. Shoot myself. Just tell me where they are, Lee. Tell me where they're coming from, Lee. Tell me where they are. Back home, a Marine sweetheart gets a letter from a sailor aboard a hospital ship. A girl back in Philadelphia hears about Al Schmidt. Dear Ruth, Al asked me to write this letter on account of he can't do any writing now. I am a sailor and am taking care of his legs. An infection. But that's clearing up. I will tell you honestly and truly, though, that he is a hero. And I do mean hero. Al says he will be coming home one of these days and hopes to see you real soon. Lots of love. Al Schmidt. You see, folks, he says Al's all right. Then why couldn't Al write himself? And, uh, as for the Red Cross workers here in San Diego Base Hospital, why, uh, why, uh, well, they're okay, even the blonde one who brings me a letter. <laughs> but as for me, uh, well, uh, I'll take a girl named Ruth every time. Ah, oh, come on, pal. This is the first letter you've written yourself. Give a little. Big. Think how she wants to come to you. Well, uh, what'll I say? Oh, you want to tell her about your gang? Oh, sure, sure, yeah. Uh, we got a great gang of gyrenes here, Ruthie. Uh, a lot of them from the canal. Lee Diamond, who was with me, Kababian. Uh, hey, uh, where's that ashtray, Blondie? On the desk, right by your hand. Your right hand, Al. Oh, thanks. Oh, how about the rest of the letter? Oh, that's enough. Isn't there anything else you want to tell her, Al? Like what? About your eyes. No. Well, she'll have to know sometime. Look, after I have my operation, after I can see again. Well, then I'll tell her. Then it'll be a big laugh for the both of us, understand? You know, there's an operation scheduled for you tomorrow morning. Well, sure, they told me. Bet you thought I'd be scared or something. Well, this is what I've been waiting for. 
This is going to fix me up. Al, the doctor doesn't promise you'll be able to see after this operation. Maybe you'll... He doesn't have to promise. I know them doctors. Like the one on the ship who was always saying I might lose a leg from blood poisoning. Didn't, did I? (laughs) Here, add something to that letter, will you, Ruthie? Uh, Here, to Ruthie. Ruthie, I've been holding out the best news to the end. You keep asking me why I don't write to you myself. Well, the reason is my hands. I, um, I caught some shrapnel in them like a dumb bunny. But, uh... Any day now, you'll be getting a letter every day written by yours truly himself. Al, this isn't any good. You're just storing up trouble for yourself, for both of you. Uh, don't be a killjoy, Blondie. Here I am on top of the world. And take this from me, will you? Uh, it, uh, it won't be long before I come walking up the steps of your house, Ruthie. And don't you worry about my hands, baby. When I get them on you, I'll... Well, you'll know they're all right. Gosh, sweetheart, I can... I can hardly wait to see you. I... Say it, Al. Just make believe I'm a typewriter. Don't be embarrassed. I... I can hardly wait to kiss you for the first time, honey. I never told you what I feel like when you're in my arms. Looking up at me with your eyes like... With that kind of funny, wonderful light in your eyes. Like you did on that railroad platform when I went away. Say it, Al. Lots of love... You're a brown-eyed devil. She used to call me that once. It's a kind of joke between us, see? Yeah. Blondie, look at this picture. Ain't that a nice face, though, ain't it? Here, uh, come here, take a look. No, Smitty, I just looked at it a little bit ago. Oh, don't rip me. I only showed it to you once. <laughs> yeah, it's a very nice face, Al. A guy could lean on a girl like that. A Marine don't lean on anybody. If there's any leaning to be done, the female sex the weaker, ain't it? Well, most people lean a little on somebody. Nobody stands alone. Well, you just let me have that operation, Blondie. I'll stand alone. You just watch me. That's the first portion of The Pride of the Marines, starring John Garfield on Academy Award Theater. More after these words. Love classic radio shows. The Jack Benny program. X minus one. Suspense. Now you can receive ten classic radio shows on five CDs every month by joining the Classic Radio Club. Hi, I'm Carl Amari. I've started the Classic Radio Club so fans can receive the best of the best from my library each and every month. Join now and receive your first ten classic radio shows on five CDs, a $39.95 value for only $4.99. Then every month, I'll hand-select ten more of the greatest classic radio shows and mail them to you on five CDs. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com to join and receive your first 10 classic radio shows on five CDs for only $4.99. That's ClassicRadioClub.com or call toll-free 888-642-6556. That's 888-642-6556. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Now back to Academy Award Theater. Thanks, nurse. 
Well, I guess we're ready for you now, Smitty. Not too soon for me, Doc. I'm busting at the seams. It's been the longest three weeks of my life. Now, look, Smitty, don't expect to see the minute the bandage is off, huh? I've darkened the room so as not okay. to... Okay. You told me that, Doc. J- just get it off, will you? Now, I'm not making any promises either. The healing process okay, is... Okay, okay, but let's try it. Please. Bandage is off now. No. No. No! Not a darn thing. But I... I didn't expect to see with the blinds down. You, you said it was dark in here. How about the flashlight? You promised I me. will, I will. But now take it easy. Turn it on, Doc. Even if it's only a two-bit flashlight. I'm going to see stars and angels and Ruth. Come on, Doc. Let me see the light. Bring it closer. See anything? Yeah, yeah. Like a locomotive headlight. Way off in the fog. Bring it closer. Closer, Doc. I'm sorry, Al. Light was full on your face. Close. Doc. I can't be blind. Not for my whole life. Look, Al, I... Doc, please. All you medicine fellas, you're smart, you're educated, you got ways of fixing guys up. I did my best, I fought. I'm not asking for so much. Al, this examination isn't final. I told you yesterday it wouldn't be. Well, when can we try again? Tomorrow, next week? Well, you're still suffering from the effects of eye concussion. There are still pieces of shrapnel that have to work themselves out. You'll probably have to have another operation after a while. When? When? Well, we'll have to wait. Six months, a year. Even then, there's no assurance you'll see. Six months? Well, what are my chances? Give it to me straight. I, uh... I have a book here I want you to take with you. And we have people right here who'll teach you to... No! It's one of them books for the blind. I don't want any of that stuff. I want to stand on my own. I don't want any of that stuff. Al. Al, right now I'm thinking of someone. A doctor, friend of mine. We went to school together. He was blind from the time he was ten years old. That didn't stop him. He's married, got two kids. He's a fine psychiatrist and a happy man. Are you listening to me, Al? I'm not saying it'll be easy for you. One of these first months aren't the toughest. People get the wrong idea about blindness. A blind man is not helpless. He just has to do things in a little different way from the rest of us. Are you listening to me, Al? Why don't God strike me dead? Nurse, come in. I want to get this over with quick. Listen, Al. Got your pencil? Uh, yes. Dear Ruth. What harm will it do to think it over for another week? What good will it do? I made up my mind last night. Your mind's made up. Well, how about giving Ruth a chance to decide for herself? To decide what? How to ruin her life? Look, she's worked hard all her life. Me, the big shot. I was going to give her all the things she never had. She wasn't going to have to work anymore. What can I give her now? But, Al, you... I won't have her being a seeing-eye dog for me. Oh, how do you know she'll feel that way about it? At least tell her the truth, Al. Find out what she wants. She's not going to stop loving you, writing to you. Then send her letters back. Suppose I do give her a few bad days. She's pretty. She'll meet another guy. She'll fall in love. You going to write the letter for me? Or do I have to ask Lee Diamond? I'll write it. Go ahead. Dear Ruth, I I guess this letter is going to be a kind of surprise, but I might as well give it to you straight. I'm not coming back to Philly. Not now, not ever. And as for getting married, I've 
I decided, well, it just ain't up my alley. I, uh, I hope you'll be happy, and I hope you get yourself another boyfriend real soon. Yours, Al Schmidt. Al, here you are. There's a long-distance call for you, Al. Here, I'll take you. From where? It's from Ruth, from Philadelphia. I ain't here. She must have received your letter. Why don't you... Don't you understand? I can't talk to her. Tell her to leave me alone. All right, Al. Hello. Uh, May I accept a call, please? This is Virginia Pfeiffer of the Red Cross. Just a minute, please. Hello? A friend of Private Schmidt's asks if she can accept the call. Miss Virginia Pfeiffer of the Red Cross. Oh, yes. She's been writing. Go ahead, San Diego. Is this Ruth? Yes, Miss Pfeiffer. I got Al's last letter. Uh, He's not breaking off with you because he doesn't love you, Ruth. Believe me, he does. Then why? Get set for a very bad shock, Ruth. What is it? Al has completely lost the sight of one eye and may never regain sight in the other. That's why he broke with you. He's, uh, He's afraid of becoming a burden. Do you understand now? Hello? Ruth? Yes. Uh, there's one thing I'd better find out, Ruth, and uh, you can think it over if you want to. It'll make a difference in helping, Al. Do you still love him? Uh, do you want him? I mean, as a husband. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Remember, he may be totally blind for the rest of his life. Oh, what does that matter? You don't want to think it over? Think what over? I didn't fall in love with his eyes. Not the color of his hair. I fell in love with him, with a man, with Al. That hasn't changed because something has happened to his eyes. Captain Burrow says to go in, Smitty. Oh, good morning, Schmidt. Morning, Miss Pfeiffer. Morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Hi, Al. Oh, sounds like Lee. That's it. Sit down, everybody. Schmidt, I've got great news for you. You're getting the Navy Cross. Congratulations. Al, it's wonderful. Say, that is something. Corporal Diamond's getting one, too, although the ceremonies won't be held at the same place. That's great, Lee. (laughs) Give me a wallop. The Navy has decided that you'll get your award at the Philadelphia Navy Yard. Corporal Diamond's going to go in on furlough, too, and he'll be on the train with you. And you'll leave tomorrow and be home in time for Christmas. I, uh... I gotta go back there? Sorry, Schmidt. You're under orders. You're going back. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Goodbye. Good luck. Thank you, sir. Where are we, Lee? Uh, Still crossing Ohio, I guess, Al. Lee, uh, I've been thinking it over. I don't want to see Ruth. We're finished. There's no point in having a wake over the courts. I don't want to see her at all, see? You send a telegram for me. Tell Ruth not to come to the station. Look, Smitty, that's not fair. She probably planned a Christmas celebration. You're, you're going to see her. Lee, you send that wire. Okay. I'll send it. First, I got something on my chest. Al, back there in the canal, I, I thought something about you. I never told you. It's after you got that grenade in your face. Toward the morning it was when we thought them Japs were coming in on us. You remember what you did, Al? You pull your 45, and I thought you meant to kill yourself. You kept yelling, tell me when they come in, Lee. I can't see, but you tell me where they are, and I'll shoot them. 
Well, I, I was scared of death then, laying on the ground, waiting for a Jap bayonet. But I couldn't help thinking something. I thought that kid Smitty has more guts than any man alive. But I was wrong, Al. I think you're only hopped up by excitement like you're taking a shot or something. I don't think you've got guts, Al. I think you're kind of yellow. You haven't got the guts to see Ruth. Shut up. Shut up. You're a stinking liar. You're talking because you know I can't crack you in your lying face. Okay, okay. Just ask yourself a question. Would you do it over again if you knew you were going to be blind, Al? Would you join up? Would you ask for combat instead of shore duty? Would you do it over again? Al, listen to me. Sure, you're in a tough spot, but it's not peaches and cream for everybody else. What problems have you got? You're in one piece, ain't you? Your wife don't have to turn over on her insides when she sees you. When you go for a job, there ain't nobody gonna say, we got no use for ex-heroes like you. That's what you think. Sure, there'll be some guys who won't hire, even when they know you can handle a job, but... Well, there's some who won't hire me because my name is Diamond instead of Jones. Because I celebrate Passover instead of Easter. Now, don't you see what I'm talking about? You and me, we need the same kind of a world. We need a country to live in where nobody gets booted around for any reason. Um, I'm all mixed up. Mixed up and scared. Dragging at the heels in yellow. Oh, no, Al, no. I wasn't telling the truth before. You're not yellow. You're a swell guy, a wonderful guy. You're a, a, a pure sort of guy if ever I saw one. But, Al, don't leave all your guts behind on Guadalcanal. Okay, Lee. But now we send that wire. Al, didn't what I say mean anything to you? Yeah. But I'll still send that wire. You're Ruth. I know you from Al's snapshot. I'm Lee Diamond. Didn't, didn't you get his telegram? Yes, I did. But I decided to come down to the station anyway. Oh, Lee, help me. I've got to get him back where he lived, amongst his friends. He's got to know. He's pretty set on not going. Where are you taking him now? The Navy hospital. He's got to come home first, even for just an hour. But he won't go with you. He won't. I have Al's car here. Couldn't you tell him at the Navy car, maybe? I'll take him to the house, and then then tonight I'll drive him to the hospital. I don't know, Ruth. I... I want one chance, Lee. Won't you give it to me, please? This whole life I'm fighting for. Yeah. And yours, I know. Okay. I'll see how good a liar I am, Ruth. Hang on. Boy. <laughs> Sounds like Philly, all right. Good old Philly. Say, uh, Lieutenant, uh, where are we? I, uh, I can't see so good yet. Uh, can't you hear me, Lieutenant? I've orders against talking while driving. Okay, okay. You don't mind if I talk to you, though, do you? I'm kind of hopped up about coming home. I've got to talk to somebody. Okay. I, uh, I guess that must be your perfume I'm smelling now. It's, uh, nice. If you don't mind my saying so, it's the first time a lieutenant smelled nice to me. Kind of... Kind of reminds me of a perfume I once gave to... Say, you know, I'm bugs. Everything reminds me of something today. Well, you take this car. I, I know there was something bothering me about it. You hear that, you hear that little motor knock when you give it a gas? I had a jalopy once that did exactly the same thing. I got a little eye trouble. Uh, that's why I come here. 
to get it fixed up. Say, uh, are we here at the hospital? Yes. Uh, would you take this out for me, Lieutenant? It's not heavy. Yes, this way. Thanks. I- I'll take the bag now. You just lead the way. Some steps now. Wooden steps. Hey, this hospital must be an old dump. That's all. Was something holding us up, Lieutenant? Al? Ruth! I... I thought there was something familiar. Al, I had to do this. What's the use? It's no good. Al, it's Christmas Eve. Come on, Al, you've got to come in. You're home. Al, where are you going? Stop following me around. I'm blind, Ruth. I'm helpless. I'd be a drag on you all your life. Why don't you let me decide that? Because I'm nobody's lapdog. That's why I got too much pride. Pride? You don't have any pride. You want to feel sorry for yourself. You want to feel lonely. You haven't got the pride to accept being blind like a man. I'm going right now. You get in that car and drive. I won't do it. You're going to stay right here and you're going to listen to me. I won't drive you. That's fine. That ties it all up. I could beat your ears off for saying that. But there's one card you missed. I may be blind, but I know where the phone is in this house. I'm calling a cab. You wait a minute, dear. Oh, Al, don't you understand? If you go out of this room now, you'll leave me to stumble all through my life. What is there to pity about a brave man? Suppose there never was a war done. What if we were married and one day I got hit by an automobile and was left to cripple? Would you walk out on me? You know you wouldn't. Oh, darling, my heart has been falling over things all year because you've been gone. I need you, Al. Sure you'll need me, too, but what's wrong with that? Why shouldn't two people need each other? I don't know what I'll do if you leave me. I need you too much, Al. Ruthie, Ruthie, don't. I I, I don't want to make you cry. I need you, Al. I don't want to make you cry. It's it's just that, well, I was only an ordinary guy before, and I wasn't worth you then, and now I'm less than an ordinary guy. I can't see. Less than ordinary? You? Oh, sweetheart, don't you realize that every single man who's fought is no longer ordinary? Don't you realize that millions and millions of people were looking to Guadalcanal every day while you were fighting there? There were millions of them. Every civilized person in the world, I guess. And there wasn't any ordinary guy who kept the Japs back that night. It was one of the most extraordinary guys in the world. You, Al Schmidt. Marine. Al. Al, where are you going? I, um, I guess I'd better unpack that kit, Rupee. Oh, Al. Oh, Al. Well, <laughs> looks, looks like I'm home for keeps, baby.
another great picture. The House of Squibb will present Academy Awards starring Pat O'Brien and Adolf Manjou in front page. Pride of the Marines was written for radio by Frank Wilson with an original musical score composed and conducted by Lee Stevens. Our producer-director is D. Engelbach. John Garfield, whose performance you enjoy today as Al Schmidt, is soon to be seen in Warner Brothers' new production, Humoress. Rosemary DeCamp, who played Virginia, may currently be seen in Warner Brothers' production, Two Guys from Milwaukee. This is Hugh Brundage bidding you good night until next week at the same time when you're invited to listen again to Academy Award, presented by the House of Squibb, a name you can trust. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. And that's Academy Award Theater with the Pride of the Marines, starring John Garfield, also in that cast, Rosemary DeCamp. That was sponsored by Squibb, as heard on CBS. Let's take a break, then it's more of Hollywood 360. More Hollywood 360. Hi, Carl Amari here for Remind Magazine, America's monthly blast from the past. Each month, Remind Magazine focuses on a pop culture theme from the 1950s to the 1980s, covering a wide spectrum of topics from Marilyn Monroe to Marilyn Manson. In every 50-plus page issue of Remind Magazine, you'll find dozens of puzzles, movie posters, trivia contests, classic comics, crossword puzzles, vintage advertisements for products from days gone by, and much more. At every issue, features my column, Radio 360, where I focus on a celebrity from Hollywood's golden age and write about his or her radio work. And next to my article is the monthly schedule of the classic radio shows I'll be playing each month so you'll never miss your favorites. Remind Magazine is available at Barnes & Noble and Walmart stores throughout the country. But because I write for this magazine, I'll let you in on a little secret. You can get Remind Magazine for about 60% less than the newsstand price by ordering it online at RemindMagazine.com. Visit RemindMagazine.com. Magazine.com and subscribe today. Hey, fans of Classic Radio, Carl Amari here. I've created a free app just for you. Get 10 Classic Radio shows free in the Classic Radio Shows app. Plus, there are many more shows available for in-app purchase. You can get your free Classic Radio Shows app in the Google Play Store or the Apple Store. The easiest way to get your free app is to log on to Hollywood360radio.com and scroll down to the Classic Radio Shows app banner and click either the Google link or the Apple link. Don't miss out. Get your free Classic Radio Shows app today. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Next week, we'll celebrate Thanksgiving with Broadway Is My Beat, the Phil Harris and Alice Faye Show, the Cavalcade of America, the Harold Perry Show, the Aldridge Family, and Suspense. From my team here at Hollywood 360, thank you all very much for tuning in. Stay safe. We'll see you next time.